Season 1, Episode 20, The Roundel Report. More episodes than a season of Friends. <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, good day to everybody. And uh, uh, how have you been, Mel? You've been uh, travelling a bit, haven't you? God save the Queen. Yes, well, 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 well she's young, you can't see she's beyond saving, bless her. Uh, took a, 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 a nod to her. But we will be doing a, a special. The Queen is dead, long live. Long live the King. Mm. Mm, mm. Well, mm. that's another one. Yeah, you've got that. And the mm. Queen Consort, i.e. mistress, <sighs> i.e. person that no one likes. She's not that bad. Um, but hey, but we'll be, yes, we'll, we'll be talking about that in a little special, what we all think of, uh, especially the coverage of it. The fact that uh, I see they've removed just about every comedy program on the television. Well, most. Well, you're saying some channels have been removed as well. Yes, some have just got notices up. Uh, Can't be bothered. uh, Can't be asked. Day off. (laughs) BBC Two last night was BBC One, for example. So, in other words, uh, if you flicked between the two, it was just the the same same. thing. Uh, And it's that kind of forced mourning. Um, you know, like seeing and, and God save the Queen outside Buckingham Palace. Yeah, which which is a bit kind of out, out, out a bit. She wasn't bit, flipping well there. Well, she, on she, top of that, on top of that, she died in another country, and um, which, like I said, she wasn't there. So what was the point? And she to was already well, dead, so it should have. They should have been singing God save the King. Yeah, well, I think they did that too. Once they realised their error, they then began yeah. to sing. God save the king. It's some of the things people come out. Yeah, but they do because they want to be on TV. They know there's going to be cameras everywhere oh, and it's no. just good for your social oh. media. Oh, did you see that? Loads of people standing there doing this. Yeah, what are you camera. filming? <laughs> what are you filming? You could have done that any day of the week. It's just the building. The your building doesn't look building. any different. Well, well, you've got the thing, you've got the flag at half mast. Oh, wow. Well, something, isn't it? Right, so you've got a picture of it so you can stick it on your, your Facebook and TikTok. Insta- yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, seriously, uh, it just is, yeah. And, and, and the people they interview on the TV, and they go, oh, yes, it won't be the same. I don't know what we'll do at Christmas. So this is what I saw one. I won't, we don't know what we'll do at Christmas because it's normally the Queen's speech. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's a good it's point. We, it's going to be the Queen's speech. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I mean, most people turn over for Wallace and Gromit anyway. Yeah, or the snowman. The snowman. Oh, But everyone loves the snowman. I'd rather watch that than the King's Speech. Yeah. Matt said that in every Caribbean household, uh, there's a picture of Jesus Christ and a picture of the Queen. Uh, but I, I, I would have thought sort of the younger generation than the picture uh, of Bob Marley. <laughs> well, yeah, not at my dad, not at my dad's place. There wasn't a picture of the Queen in my dad's place. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and perhaps Princess Margaret smoking a big reefer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, I digress because that's a different episode, folks. Uh, we'll be just having a little tete a tete. Over uh, our dear departed 
queen. Um, I mean, let's be about right. She dies really 36 hours after being visited by Liz Truss. Did she, did she, <laughs> did she do it? Did she slip her a mickey? Uh, or did what? the Queen take one look at him and decide, no. Exactly. I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm this off. Is it. Yeah, bye That's bye. it. I, I, I could, How I, many Prime Ministers has she seen in that? 15? Is it quite a few. It's a lot. Since 1930, whatever it is. Um, well, she's seen half a dozen damn near since 2010. All yeah. Tories. Because <laughs> ah, they changed their leader more than uh, the leaders changed their undies. Six leaders, I think, in that time. Uh, that 2010, right? no, no, we're on uh, Red Cameron. And then we had May. And then we had Boris. And so she's, we're on the fourth. fourth. Right, all trying to claim that they're brand new. Uh, and that this time things will be different. <laughs> Are we including Clegg in that? Because he was part of the coalition. Well, so that's five. I, well, well, you have to. Well, yeah, but he was still—it still counts. He was, he was the sort of uh, government's equivalent of, of a teaching assistant. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done bad for himself. Class, he's just making sure. Yeah, but he's done sure. good for himself now, working at Facebook. Oh, is he working at Facebook? I think it's Facebook for the metaverse. Yeah, mm. yeah. earning well, his good, good many enough. millions. Um, yeah, what a wally. Um, but, uh, uh, yes, the fourth, she's the fourth one. So, anyway, today's subject, debatable, and the winner is, um, because after two months of navel-gazing... The winner is, not us. Not us. Well, the Tory party have finally chosen their leader. Something, two months of something duller than a November afternoon. Uh, culminating in the Tory party, uh, Tory party membership, of course, voting in their new leader. But a significant number, it appears, didn't of the membership didn't vote, which is it's a bit rich, isn't it? Pretty much like court elections, right? Um, yeah, but you'd thought you would have thought that Tory party membership itself would have come out in in, in full, but it clearly shows. As a recent poll, only just a few days ago, still suggests that amongst Tory party members, Boris Johnson is still more popular than the two main protagonists in the recent leadership election. How about that? How is that a surprise? Um, well, why, why did they get rid of it? <laughs> it's, it's a bit like bias bereavement. Isn't well, no, it? it's like politi it's uh, political. It's political. Political posturing, you know, that obviously within 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 the Conservative Party, they could no longer tolerate Boris Johnson. Obviously, for you know what what transpired previously with right. well, Mr. Hansey. You mean the the, the, the the parliamentary party? Yeah, the parliamentary yeah. party. Yeah, except apparently for of not course, not grassroots. Of course, apparently except for Liz Truss. Who, who remained loyal to the Prime Minister, even though it was clear that he was a bit of a wrong one. Um, so, yes, Liz Truss, the very person that we said a few podcasts ago we didn't want, 
Um, so she's the winner. And of course, the losers are the rest of us. The rest of us. Um, Wasn't that sweet? As a, another, of course, Tory leader takes the helm of what has been a rudderless ship of a government. Um, can she really save the day? Um, and what do we make of the Prime Minister's parting speech? Did you notice, by the, the way, the day before? How, did you notice how he he dragged Carrie, his wife, oh, no, as fast as humanly possible out of there? That he he almost dragged it into a pole. Did you see that? She yeah. had to she had to sidestep the she had to sidestep the light pole because she was about to smack right in it because Boris Johnson, <laughs> because Boris Johnson was was dragging her so quickly out of there. Oh, dear, like, dear. He, couldn't, he couldn't wait. Well, of course not because he knew he was in for an earful because in that speech outside Number Ten Downing Street as, as he was leaving, he mentioned the Downing Street cat and the dog before yeah. mentioning it. Why? Glad to see your priorities haven't changed, Boris. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, there. Uh, yeah, so once again, he forgot he'd already got a wife. <laughs> uh, he's got, to, he's got to figure out how to make a bit of money with um, all the kids he's got. Uh, hello, hello. Um, but maybe he could take up Martin Lewis's mantle, since I noticed he... he thought the day before that, that he should be giving advice on how people could deal with the energy crisis. Go right. out and buy a new kettle. kettle. Because it will save 10 quid over the year can on I tell electricity. You, can I tell you that I actually took his advice and I started looking at kettles the other day. Seriously? Well, not yeah, because I was thinking the one I have is so old. I kind of need one anyway. And if I find a newer, more efficient one... I might save a pound or two. Well, so if you save a pound or two a year on your electricity by buying a new kettle, and the kettle costs you 50 quid or 25 quid even, average kettle price, 25 quid. Well, the one I was looking at was about 89. Well, there you go. But so it has... You'll save the tenner. But it, but it has... But, but it by has, the time you save the 89 no, quid, well, that kettle will be old. Yeah. <laughs> but that kettle has, has multiple temperature settings. It's well worth it. Well, hang on a minute. The purpose because of a kettle a... is to boil the water. No, it? no, it's not. So why would you have multiple? Because if you have green tea, the temperature... <laughs> oh, sake. If you have green tea, the you temperature this, setting mate. should be 75 <laughs> Celsius. <laughs> right, okay. If it's black tea... Yes. It should be 95 Celsius. Yes. And if it's coffee... Yes. It should be 90 or 85 yes, Celsius. You should, well, you, well, so it shouldn't really be boiled. No, well, why do you need 89 quid to tell you what? You just press the button on the kettle. And if you're having coffee, you wait until it's boiled before you get the jar of coffee out or, or the fresh coffee no. and put it in the cup. And then you get the milk out of the fridge. By the time you've done that, it's sufficiently off boil to not burn the coffee. Yeah, but that's why you get yourself a twenty-five pound kettle because you have to give yourself that headache. It's not a headache. I have a. I will have a kettle that will do that for me automatically. Yes, I don't even have to think. You've got about the headache it. of programming the fucking thing. No, it's on. It's on a slider. It's on a slider. It's right, well worth okay. it. It's well worth the eighty pounds. Okay. 
But then it anyway. was still scale up. And no, no, no. It has it has a limescale filter. You they all have limescale. No, no, no. It has like an internal limescale. Oh, right. Okay. And a water filter as well. Yeah. So it filters the water as it goes, and then it removes the last limescale on its way out. That's what you get if you pay a little bit more. It's a faff. Okay. That is a faff. Just it's just a bloody cat boil the water. Anyway, Boris, thank For you. The time you've spent the the, the eighty nine quid. And you, the, the, the time you've saved that on the near energy difference, you know, the kettle that you bought for 89 quid, slider or no slider, is going to be as inefficient as the kettle you got rid of. Might as well just carry on with the one you've got. Uh, anyway, thanks, Boris, for that hot tip. Um, I was thinking, therefore, on that logic, that if I went out and bought a new fridge, a uh, new cooker, uh, new toaster, uh, various other things. Would I not have to pay an electricity bill at all? Such would be the saving over all of the items. <laughs> yeah. Well, using Boris's oh, right, okay. logic, you know, his skewed logic um, it just shows you why he's no longer prime minister. Anyway. Liz Truss. Did you did you see her acceptance speech the other night to the party? No, I couldn't bear it. Oh, nasty dress. Always with the clothes. <laughs> well, I, I it's never about the content. It's always about what she looks like. We can't take your eyes away from what she looked like. What did she wear? <sighs> and Whittacombe's cast-offs? <laughs> Hold on. I like Anne Whittacombe. <laughs> Yeah, but she's hard to look at. I, well, I don't particularly like her. Although she she's a f- good politician. Hold on a second. Uh, Are we claiming that she's not a good politician? Uh, she might not look wonderful, but she's good at her job. She hasn't got a job. Not anymore, she doesn't. She's not had a job for a while. She did well, vote she against also, Fox something. She was also she really ill. vote for, 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 for the abolition of Fox something. So she likes animals. Um, and now we have foxes everywhere. Now we have foxes. Yes. Well, there's a bit of an issue here between the neighbours doing crack and keeping us up all night and the foxes screwing each other and making all of that noise. It sounds horrible, isn't it, when foxes uh, mate? So it's like children crying. Uh, or maybe it's children crying. It's weird, weird, weird. Uh, yes. Well, apparently they've got barbs on their willies. So it'd make you cry if you... <laughs> make me cry? Why would it make me cry? Well, it wouldn't make you cry. It might make me cry. <laughs> if Why if you, you had barbs on your willy, it'd make your other half cry, wouldn't it? <laughs> make them scream like a banshee. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a bit nasty, isn't it? Yeah, you know. What's this got to do with this trust? Got nothing to do with this trust, but somebody mentioned foxes. You mentioned foxes. Yeah, Anne Widdicombe. That's where it came oh, from. Right, okay. Because we mentioned Anne Widdicombe, and I said she voted for the fox hunting ban. So you say she's a good politician, but now we've got foxes running everywhere, so maybe she's not. Um, so, yes, she's won. Liz Truss has won. Does this mean you're going to hold to your promise uh, of the last couple of podcasts ago? Of, of withdrawing your support. I withdraw my support. 
you're drawing your truss for the truss. <laughs> I can't. There's, there's no. There's no way. There's no, no way. No. The question no. is, how long before it, those dresses? How long before an election? Ah, uh, which is the next thing. I know you well, were saying that you think it should be done before, before Christmas, but I'm guessing that's probably unlikely. No, there wasn't that I said it should be done. Uh, it was just I thought that the. Uh, that she wouldn't want to place herself in letting things get too bad uh, and then that hampering her support um, because things are going to get worse. Sorry, folks. But yeah. uh, if you think that um, uh, her announcement yesterday, the PM's announcement yesterday on, on, on dealing with the energy crisis is the answer, whoops, um, then uh, I think we're sorely mistaken so i don't think that's going to go down too well things will get tougher if she leaves it till next year or as she's indicated that she's going to leave it until 2024 when when no, uh, no the way. next next election is is due um she will lose because the the british public don't like a leader imposed upon that, even though it's a parliamentary democracy. It's unelected. Uh, you're, right. you're voting for your local MP, not necessarily. But the reality is most people vote with the leader that's in charge in mind. Um, uh, they can't help it. I think it's just, you know... Um, I agree. Yeah. So... We didn't, uh, like, we didn't like it when... Um, Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown. He delayed it and yeah. he paid a heavy price at the ballot box. And I think Liz Truss will too if she leaves until 2024. But when she suggests that she's not going to have an election until 2024, um, I seem to remember Boris Johnson denying he was going to have an election uh, a month before he called it. Yeah. So, in other words, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't pay any credence to anything she says on that score. I don't think we should pay any credence to what she says at all anyway. Well. Which is the other thing. I mean, yeah, we yeah. Too, if we talk about the energy crisis very quickly, you know, she made a statement yesterday, was it no, yesterday, essentially, about the about the price cap to £2,500. But what they didn't explain is that it would cost the taxpayers down the line £150 billion. So her first act was to impose £150 billion of debt on us before, um, before we even starts. Well, that's one of the main topics I wanted to talk about in relation, because obviously... No, I know it's coming up, but I thought yeah, this is she's entered. To, yeah. uh, she's entered at the time, obviously, of the country being in uh, an energy crisis, which is, I do feel... Self-created. That, that uh, in her, um, how can I say, campaign, she didn't seem to have a handle on. And she's pushing the severity for, of it. And she's pushing for fracking. Um, and she's pushing yeah, for increased production of North Sea oil. I, I don't see how that helps because if you, you if you look at the, the drilling and going down that route and fracking and what have you, the the results of that are going to be years off. So she might as well go all in with wind power onshore, which she's uh, I think has been largely blocked by the Tory party onshore wind. Uh, solar. Um, nuclear, I mean, she nuclear, said only this week she didn't want solar, so, solar farms on land that be, could be used for growing, uh, growing food. I mean, there's you can move solar farms. 
you can move them where you um, field to field if you wanted to. Yeah, but at what expense? No, very low expense. They come on big sort of units. I mean, they're not. Uh, it's it's not an immovable object like a wind turbine. Um, I, I just think really? they're going at it the wrong way. Sometimes wind turbines get blown away by the wind, so they are. <laughs> so they are movable objects as well, aren't they? You've seen that? That's hilarious. Uh, yes. They put one up and um, then the wind's too strong and then they blow over. What's the bloody well point of having them then? <laughs> it's like a brolly, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a brolly. When it get, yeah, it just sort of folds and off it goes. It's, it's, it's crazy. Oh, dear, oh, dear. So, okay, so uh, uh, this the energy thing. Then. Well, the nucle- oh, hold on, what about nuclear, the nuclear Hinkley Point C? That they were supposed to be building, and then that got delayed for whatever. Well, reason. if you remember, Theresa May was the one who, who could make up her mind. Another special. Or was another, it Hinkley Hill? Was that another one? one? Another. No, Hinkley Point C was the latest one that was due to be built, but then that got panned for whatever reason. It's still ongoing, Hinkley. Still ongoing. It's years over budget. Yeah. Uh, years over over its timing. A fortune over budget. Um. The cost, even with the current energy price, will still be prohibitive. So, uh, it, it does. Okay, I think, I mean, that's probably the main subject. The, the main issue for Liz Trust now she's legal, if she doesn't come up with the right formula for dealing with this, it is my view that she's toast before she starts. And um, lumping future taxpayers rather than extending the windfall tax, I think, is a mistake. Um, and BP's head of BP yeah. themselves. But you're exactly right when you say that. That sort of it doesn't stop the energy companies making gross profits over the course of the next two years because it doesn't affect their bottom line one bit. No, and they've put up the cost. Um, of, of your standing charge. Um, uh, so, so, they, the point so, is so they there is benefit. some blatant profiteering. So they benefit. None of that money goes back into the into the into public coffers. coffers. Correct. And they're making... And then we're also in $150 billion, in 150 billion pounds worth of debt on top of it as well. I thought where Starmer got her on her... Nationalisation. On her energy statement yesterday was saying um, that she didn't want to extend the windfall tax on the energy companies um, and, and make it greater to take care of these excess properties to fund this this um, bailout, if you like, of, uh, of the nation in the energy crisis. Because she didn't want to uh, starve investment by fuel companies. And the head of BP, when asked... Um, if a windfall tax would uh, change their on how they invested um, future investments, the answer came back no, it'll have no yeah. effect at all. So why? her argument's yeah. wrong. But why? Because they've had record profits. Correct. So they have the revenues there in order to do Correct. the investment. So I take it you're with me in believing that an extending the windfall tax to actually contribute to the overall cost of this uh, strategy of hers yeah. is the right it, way. It can be a short-term solution. I it agree. can be done over three years, let's say. Yes. 
three to five years. I think borrowing and then money it could, yeah, and is then, foolish. And, yeah, and then you can sort of, you can revisit it at a later date. Mm. But if we're in a crisis, surely everyone should, should suffer a little bit. Not that we suffer, and that the energy companies continue making massive profits. Well, yes, they'll still make fortunes. Yeah, because the government essentially will be paying the balance between what Two we years, pay and what we're talking 170 billion excess profit. 170 mm. billion. But then that begs the question, as I noticed. That's all right, because when, tr- when trust eventually trust gets. Trust was a former employee of Shell. This is my point. So when trust, when trust essentially gets kicked out, Which she's she going to go. She's going to go straight back to an energy company making an absolute fortune. Hmm. Because it's probably already set up like that way. Yeah, uh, I don't disagree. Uh, uh, um, we all hate trust. That's it. She doesn't know what I, she's I, doing. Look, you know, I've, I've done a lot of trust bashing. Um, the point is, I, I'd be more than happy to give her the thumbs up if she made the right choices. And I don't think in her energy statement yesterday. She's making the right choice. She should be using uh, certainly an extended windfall to fund some of it. Can we talk about the healthcare minister? Teresa Cigar smoking coffee. Um, At the very least, she's a chemist. (laughs) At the very least. (laughs) At the very least. You know, she graduated in chemistry. But how you can put... Let's be polite here. How can we say this nicely? How you can put someone of her stature as health minister is the uh, biggest joke well, I've ever seen in my uh, life. Uh, um, uh, funny enough, the, this argument was paraded yesterday. Uh, as it should we be. Before we had the news. That the as it, as it should be. The, 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 should the fact of her, her size and her propensity to enjoy a cigar... Uh, ruler out because you could think of pretty well every other job um, in in Parliament. No, uh, and no. find an, some kind of hypocrisy. In, in no, 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 you can't. No, you can't. Healthcare, healthcare is very. She's not. She's not a great advert. You know. When it comes to healthcare, this is a different matter altogether. Mm. It's not like saying, "Okay, I'm going to put you." in sort of the Ministry of, of Education, you know, because most people, most, what, parli- most, really parli- most parliamentarians what? have gone to school and they understand well, an uh, element uh, of well, the you education. Well, you your own argument in the foot there. Huh. Well, they've made Gavin Williamson uh, Education Secretary for a while. Yeah. Well, there you go. Did he need, didn't he go to school? Well, it, 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 by all account, he may have done, but it wasn't... <laughs> Well, therefore, it qualifies given, it, doesn't it? Not given what, what the, the nonsense that came out yeah. of his mouth. <laughs> but it still qualifies it. You can't be a beast and a smoker and then expect the medical profession to take her seriously. Not going to happen. It's because they were best mates, essentially, that she got the position. It's well, of course. Not, it's... It's frater, fraternism, whatever it's called. I was going to say nepotism, but it's not nepotism because they're not related. So um, what's the other one? Um, 
Anyway, I find well, it absolutely, I find it appalling. Yeah, arse-licking, I think, is probably the term you're looking for. I, I, I find it... Brown-nosing. I, I find it absolutely appalling. Um, well, I, I, I don't really have an opinion on it. I think it kind of... Uh, I th- but what is clear, um, and going back to the assailant point for, for me with Tross, I would have hoped that... Um, after all the rhetoric about bringing the party together during the campaign, uh, to more or less exclude all of Sunak's supporters and f- favour those that just chose to fawn over her well, they had the last to. month. She had know, to. Please give me a job. I think, uh, did she give a job to the ex-magician's uh, assistant, Penny Morton? Yes, she did. I don't know, what, I don't know where she is now, but she but, was given yeah. something. Even Reese Mogg. So kept, kept his his business development and something else. I mean, seriously, you know the ones. Yeah, but I like him. He does the ones that she should have kept, or ones that should have given. The, I mean, clear to me. I mean, come on, quasi quaten as chancellor. Yeah, no. Seriously, seriously. I mean, I know. I wonder why they hired him. Because he's a, yeah. Well, I don't know. Why did they hire you? Might, might you have an opinion on this? Share. No one that can be shared on... on no. uh-huh. All I'm saying is that I'm not surprised that he was put in that position. And I'll leave it at that. Well, I mean, you know, this is a bit unfair. And there's, there's potentially half a dozen listeners out there. <laughs> Actually, we're talking of listeners, we've had a lot lately. Uh, but there's potentially listeners out there who want to know what is lurking in the recesses of your mind, Mel, on this point. So come on, give us a bit of a... Diversity hire? Oh, you mean tokenism? Tokenism. No, I don't, I don't think that. Um, I think there's a, it's quite a, a, a um, diverse... Well, that's the point. Uh, diverse, certainly in in in. Uh, but it has to be diverse and useful, it's, it's as not, opposed to just diverse for the sake of well, it. Well, you see, unfortunately, and then we'll wait and see what happens over the course of the Unfortunately, in months. terms of ability, they're, they're they're all pretty much the same. Fairly useless. <laughs> but then it's diversity with no with no direction. Well, it's, it's 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 plain straightforward. What she's done, she's made the same mistake as Boris. And surrounded herself with yes people, people who will fawn over and people who will support her and say yes, madam, uh, no madam, through bags full madam. Um, and and therein lies her first mistake because she should have been more inclusive because that would have helped her to keep the party together. Because uh, now you've got very much, it's going to be very much harder for her to reunite the party. After really what has been um, to not a few keep, months yeah. of bloodletting, but even to not let to not keep Sunak in a cabinet position of one form or another was a bad move. Well, yeah, yeah, I, agree. I mean, he's a talented man. Okay, with, a, with good experience in this country in a crisis. So it seems to me, and now he's now he's in the back bench, back benches. I just find it implausible that right, she it rewarded sense. people who shouldn't be rewarded simply because they they went, oh, I'll support you. What job are you giving me? Because that's how it looks. 
Um, and then it gets to, to, as I said, her main thing, which is how she's going to deal with the current crisis that we're in. And instead of extending windfall tax, she's made a clear division between her and Labour. Um, but it's the wrong division, in my view, and in your view. And now we're going to end up with a situation where she's going to borrow money when at the she worst should be, possible at the worst time. possible time. She should be thinking about how little she can borrow in order to achieve what desperately she's going to need to achieve. Um, and I still think, looking at it, that, that, that there's a failure to address it. I mean, look how she's, the, the business support only lasts for, what, six, six months. months. But listen, um, but you've got to think And I can tell you from, uh, I mean, it's interesting, actually. Because can, we, can we take a moment to think about this very logically? We do not know how long the issue of energy will last. There is no end date to when this will resolve itself. So how long... Well, there is. What do you mean? If, if government chooses there to be, because they can... If uh, gas isn't... They can re-nationalise. Uh, that would cost them about £110 billion. Interesting. If there's no gas... And be, take the profits for themselves. If there's no gas travelling through Europe, then we don't have a guaranteed supply... Of gas, and if we don't know well, when that supply, Britain does because we only uh, we 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 import very little from Russia. Well, thirteen percent. You're talking about a global gas market, a global energy market, and and what's been talked about quite a lot actually this last few days is the decoupling of electricity and gas prices because unfortunately it's dragging the electricity price along, along with it, yeah, along with it. Where in actual fact. The, uh, they should. There's argument for decoupling because the electricity price won't be as high. That's the first point. Then uh, we don't actually import that much. So it it it, it seems to me that uh, uh, they're much better rather than handing you know doing what they're doing, borrowing a load of money that they extended a windfall. Tax. That doesn't that doesn't change um, the fact that the, that the gas prices will continue to increase. Because even if we don't, like, we have about 30% of our supply. Because it's the energy market. Yeah. But it's affected globally. Yes. Even if we get our gas from other from other countries, the cost of importing it Correct. continues to increase. Correct. So even even with this policy now to cap the, the maximum rate at 2,500, yes. is potentially a very short-term solution for what could be a delayed issue. Yes, which is why she needs, uh, why there should have been more emphasis on how she's going to deal with, how the government is going to deal with energy need. Yes, and supply. and yeah. when they, they, they can't escape the fact that there's 12 years they've had to do something. They, uh, back in, in, in um, you know, quite some time ago, before Cameron got his paws on number 10. Um, uh, there was a big push for uh, onshore wind. It didn't happen. Tories blocked it. 
Um, there was a big push. Well, the public blocked it as well because no one wanted it on their. Of the NIMBYs, not in my backyard. Right, everyone was like, "I don't want it. Um, I don't want it on my back, on my doorstep." And so it didn't happen. There was. There should have been a big push. There was a big push for home insulation, but under the Tory government, that has dropped because of their blockage of it has dropped by ninety two percent. Those things, if they'd have been adopted and not blocked. I mean, I saw or read one Tory comment uh, for the time when Labour were pushing for the insulation thing. Uh, um, and the comment from one of the Tories, not that green crap again. Um, and, you know, so the, the Tories can't escape the fact that they've had 12 years. Uh, this has been warned about for a very long time. But... You'd think she'd have a plan to properly go all out on renewables, but they also and not be be thinking about the fracking because yeah, this doesn't too, change. It's it. too late for that. Now they've even had to scrap the green the green carbon credit green element. They have, they have to scrap it now because we can't afford it. No, so which is why they're going back to uh, North Sea North Sea oil and fracking. Because that's the quickest and fastest solution to get us out of a hole now. Well, it doesn't, then, then, then it doesn't get us out of a hole for another five years. Understand and still but goes into a global energy market but it's but unless it changes. But it's faster yeah. than pushing the green project. Uh-huh. And, every, and every country is doing this. They're saying, we'll worry about the environment later. And we'll try to figure out how we can heat our homes Hmm. over the next three to five years, because that's essentially more important. But you know, it will change. Look what happened in California, and I was there not so long ago. They announced that... It was um, your fault, then. They announced that by 2035, there'll be no new sales of of petrol or diesel cars or trucks in the whole of California. Right. No more gas-guzzling cars. Good. Three days later... They changed their mind. No, three days later, they, the um, the government the governor makes an announcement saying that because of the increase in um, in prices of gas and electricity, there's a likelihood of um, rolling blackouts. There's a likelihood, and there's a likelihood that you that you'll that you'll need to. I forgot what it was. You you'll need to sort of be very careful about your energy bill because obviously if you can't pay it. In the US, it gets cut off. So one side, they're saying we want to be environmental by reducing, you know, pe- uh, emissions by removing petrol and diesel cars. And on the other note, they're saying, by the way, your gas and electricity bills are going to go through the roof. Expect rolling blackouts and expect your bills to go through the roof. You well, can't have it both ways. Well, no, of course. Um California already, trust me, I've been there. It's got major problems. Well, everybody's got major problems. California, no, sorry, California's a state. Well, okay, well, the thing on energy uh, is going to be, I think, I said it in the previous podcast, the, the, uh, wouldn't be COVID, it wouldn't be Russia, Ukraine, it wouldn't be anything else, it would be, uh, the the uh, how Britain is being hit in the pocket 
that will define how successful or not Liz Truss's premiership is. And uh, the level of crime in the UK as well, which is shot up. Well, because of the cost of living crisis as yeah, well. Well, exactly. You know, all these points. These are all sort of like consequences mm. of. Well, uh, we're there. Well, I assume we've been going for how long now? Long about, enough. About 30 minutes. We'll take a little break there because in part two, we're going to discuss who Truss is and whether she can uh, make it through. Are you doing a part two? Yes, we're doing a part two. Why don't you tell me this? I told you this at the beginning, but you weren't paying attention. attention. (laughs) (laughs) See you soon. Bye.